0: Influencing popular culture, politics, and everything in between, The Local Station takes you ringside as we discuss
1: the crazy world that is professional wrestling. This is Going Ringside with The Local Station.
0: Hello again, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Going Ringside. This will be episode 14 if you're watching through all the episodes. Uh, I want to thank you for watching last week, episode 13 with Jake the Snake Roberts. You can go back and watch now wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. Uh, Just search Going Ringside, episode 13. Jake was so open with us about his life, about his struggles with... Drugs and alcohol, and finally getting sober again. Uh, Just a great show. Talked a lot about his time with The Undertaker, Steve Austin, his problems when he went down to WCW. Just a lot of good stuff there. Um, I want to encourage you to go give us a follow um, on both Instagram and TikTok at Going Ringside. We're sharing a lot of exclusive content there. Um, In the last week alone, we've talked about Hulk Hogan, possibly wanting to show up at WrestleMania 40 to face Steve Austin. We've talked about this frivolous lawsuit against the rock. We've talked about the Seth Rollins dilemma now that he's in a major Marvel movie, all this content right now, if you search going ringside at both Instagram and tiktok is a good place to find all that. I'm putting stuff up all the time. Um, we're really getting those going. So it's another good place to get some good wrestling content there today. You know, we needed to preview River City Wrestling Con. If you're not familiar, it is the major show that will be coming to the Jacksonville Fairgrounds the weeks of June 10th and June 11th. That's the weekend. That's Saturday and Sunday, the 10th and 11th. And they are going to have a huge amount of major stars there. Brian Danielson uh, used to be Daniel Bryan. Soraya used to be known as Paige in WWE. Kurt Angle. Rob Van Dam, Nia Jax, Ron Simmons, one of my personal favorites, Britt Baker, DDS. So there's just a lot there. Bushwhacker Luke is going to be there for the old timers. Um, So it's just uh, a lot going on with it. This is a major event going on in Jacksonville. So if you're listening to us in the Northeast Florida region or really anywhere in Florida or Georgia, uh, and you want to drive in and see all these folks it is going to be a great event. So today, we're going to have um, one of the promoters of this, the main promoter, Nick Bittay, come in and join us here on the podcast to tell us everything you need to know about River City Wrestling Con. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about a sweepstakes we have going at newsforjax.com. If you're in Jacksonville, you know our website. If you don't, if you're out of the area and listening, it's news4jax.com. the number four, J-A-X.com. Search around the site and search for the Insiders page. And if you're a News for Jack's Insider, all you need is an email address. Go to this page and you can find all the details on the event coming up and how you can sign up for a pair of tickets. So we're going to be giving away two sets of two tickets um, on the uh, next episode, which will drop June 7th. I'll announce our winners um, coming up on June 7th, but you can go to this page right now, sign up to win free tickets to River City Wrestling Con and our sweepstakes. We hope you'll sign up. All you need is to become a News for Jack's Insider and give us your email address. Becoming an Insider is not a big deal. Just give us your email address. That's all you need. You don't need to give any money or credit card number, nothing like that. Just an email address and you can sign up in our sweepstakes to win uh, uh, some free tickets to River City Wrestling Con. So hope you can join us next week on the June 7th episode. I will announce the winners um, and let you know who won there. And uh, then June 10th, we are going to be taking, going ringside on the road for the first time. We'll be live at River City Wrestling Con all weekend long. Come join us. And we will be doing our very first live podcast from River City Wrestling Con. Not sure who we'll bump into. I'm hoping a lot of these names you're about to hear about. Um, we will be doing a live um, podcast uh at river city wrestling con probably saturday june the 10th so if you're at the event come see us come talk to us we'd love to hear from you so there's a lot of excitement coming in uh, just wrestlers from all generations i talked to nick pate here he says one of his goals this year because they've done this four years in a row is to bring a lot of newer faces younger talent that's popular with the modern generation, as well as your older talent, like Arn Anderson will be there, um, as I said, Ron Simmons. So a lot of excitement at River City Wrestling Con in Jacksonville, June 10th and June 11th. Here's my interview with the promoter, Nick Pate, who put all this together with everything you need to know if you plan on going to River City Wrestling Con at the Jacksonville Fairgrounds, June 10th and June 11th. Hey there, we are excited to be joined by the guy who's put this whole River City Wrestling Con thing together, Nick Bittay. Nick, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Hey, I'm honored to be here, Scott. S-
0: so talk to me a little about the event, how you put it all together, and some of the big names that are coming to Jacksonville for this.
1: Absolutely. So, of course, you know, River City Wrestling Con will be at the Jacksonville Fairgrounds June 10th and 11th. Um, we'll be here for our fourth event. Um, it's going to be fantastic we have Brian Danielson and Soraya they're going to be making very rare appearances I believe this is one of three U.S. appearances they're doing for the year Um, and of course we have Kurt Angle and Rob Van Dam well-known fan favorites you know, and then we have some, some major stars, from AEW, Britt Baker, Tony Storm. I mean, there's going to be a, around 100 wrestlers coming through for this. I
0: want to go over all those wrestlers one by one, but let's take me back to the beginning. You've been doing this four years in Jacksonville, getting huge names. How did this happen in Jacksonville? Because before four years ago, we'd maybe get a Raw or a Smackdown here once in a while, but never do we get names Along, I've seen NWO here over the years. You're bringing in Danielson and Soraya.
1: How did we get to here? I ask myself that question every day, you know, um, I originally started this because I was a student at FSCJ. I was at North Campus at the time, and um, I was part of the SGA, and I just made a spinoff group uh, where it was more geek focused because we had a lot of geek What's presence. What's SGA? Uh, student Government Association. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Right, and um, I made my own student organization that was geek focused, and uh, we. I ended up being tasked with running FSCJ's first ever Comic Con. and. I've always been a big wrestling fan, so I had uh, Leva Bates and John Davis make a special appearance on there. And I noticed that um, the wrestling element was uh, very well emphasized, which I didn't expect. And i mean,
0: What do you mean by that?
1: um, Emphasized meaning that a lot of students were uh, very happy to see them. A lot of people came out and took photos with them. And it kind of opened my eyes. There's like a big wrestling scene here. And I would work at Comic Cons, you know, as a teenager, as a volunteer. And I noticed there wasn't a lot of wrestling represented. And you know, the culture of wrestling fandom Um, Hasn't really been explored on a massive level until recently, where we see, you know, WWE's really taking a lot of strides in the business world. So it inspired me to create my own wrestling-themed Comic-Con.
0: How old are you now? I'm 24. You've done all this, you started this when you were... It seems like it's something a 40-year-old would do, but you're doing it when you're 20. How did you decide to get into this so young?
1: You know, I think it was mostly that um, I was inspired to kind of have my own career, you know, have like a job that was, you know, mine, something that I started. And, uh, you know, I've always been very passionate about wrestling, so I thought it was a great way to start things off.
0: So let's just start, and I want a lot more to talk about, but I want to go over the headliners, the people who are going to be here. Just let's go one at a time. Talk to me about some of them. Let's start with Soraya.
1: Yeah, so uh, Soraya, I thought, was a, a very great get for this year because, um, you know, women's wrestling is at the She floor. used to
0: go by a different name.
1: Of course, you know, in WWE she was known as Paige. And, um, you know, she was also the main focus of Fighting With My Family. The, the
0: movie that Dwayne Johnson produced.
1: Right, you know, and that was just a big hit a couple summers ago. Yeah. and. You know, Saraya's kind of on this resurgence now. She's healed from her injury and she's back in the ring. And, you know, women's wrestling is at the forefront of so many conversations. Because you even see uh, wrestling now, even on WWE, I think women are 50 to 60% of their on-screen time, which is something you haven't seen before.
0: Yeah, that is definitely a new thing that you would not have seen 20 years ago at all.
1: And she was at the epicenter of all that.
0: Yeah, so Brian Danielson, another enormous name, Daniel Bryan and WWE Brian Danielson and AEW talking about snagging that huge name
1: I didn't expect that one um, you know I kind of was like a shot in the dark because I knew after last year we had to top Bret Hart and the Hardy Boys so um, I definitely wanted to go in a more modern direction and bring yep. in wrestlers that were on TV still and uh, I just you know pitched the idea and you know, how about Brian Danielson because in Jacksonville they came here for um, it was the smackdown that was also on the same day that AEW announced their uh, they were going to debut. January
0: 2019, I was there, I remember it well, yes.
1: Right, and that was such a great SmackDown, because we had a dark match. It was uh, Daniel Bryan against AJ Styles, and I'm like, you know, there's... That's a heck of a dark match. Yeah, it was incredible, and uh, it was on televised, and it was just for us, but we, uh, you know, I, I remembered that fondly, and I'm like, you know what, that would be a great thing, a great callback, and Danielson doesn't do too many conventions. You, you rarely, if ever, see him out, so... I just pitched them like, "Hey, how about you take a vacation to Florida?" and and then here we have it.
0: So uh, let me stop for a second at Soraya and Brian Danielson. They're also in Jacksonville-based AEW. Mm-hmm. Has has having AEW helped with this? You think having so, all the wrestlers identify Jacksonville, Florida?
1: I, I think in a way, yes, because um, you know, Florida when it comes to professional wrestling I I don't think a lot of people give the state of Florida enough credit because so much great wrestling has happened here over the past you know 100 years Mm -hmm. and Jacksonville especially um, is very underrated when it comes to wrestling because we have a great crowd but our crowd is very specific on what they like Uh, and with Jacksonville being the home base of AEW a lot of them you know whenever it's logistics wise and we have to plan hotels or accommodations they know Jacksonville at the back of their hands so we they know exactly where they're going to be it's not a tough sell you know you don't have to jump through so many hoops um, and you know Jacksonville's now becoming you know more familiar to the world which is incredible
0: so let's talk to me about some other names kurt angle how did you get kurt the olympic gold medalist
1: you know we had uh, we had kurt at our 2021 event um and he was um hot off his match against uh, baron corbin at wrestlemania um, and he, you know, there's such a big Florida fan base for Kirk because of his time in Impact Wrestling. And uh, it was, you know, it wasn't at all like a tough sell to get him back here because he had such a great time. Rob Van Dam. Tell me about RVD coming to town. Oh, man, we are so excited for Rob Van Dam because he hasn't been to Jacksonville, if believe it or not, in over 10 years. Uh, He did the house show with Impact back in, uh, I think it was 2011. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, uh, Rob has a big history in Florida because he trained with uh, Dory Funk in Ocala, so it's a good callback for him. He trained in Ocala? That's right.
0: I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah. Is he still actively wrestling, or is he mostly retired now?
1: Uh, He's semi-retired. You know, he'll do the occasional indie, but, you know, Rob has so much going on uh, that, you know, wrestling kind of takes a backseat now.
0: Okay, I want to go... I want to... Keep going with some of the new person, but I got to stop. I want to do some old school guys for me because that's my personal love.
1: Double A is going to be there. That's right, Ron Anderson, man. I I love Ron Anderson. You know he's he's fantastic. Um, there's been some scheduling conflicts. We try to get him, you know, year after year, but now he's finally, you know, got the time to make the trip
0: couple guys we just had on our podcast. Let's start with our most recent guest. Jake the Snake Roberts is going to be there.
1: How'd you get Jake? Oh, man. Jake the Snake. You know, he was the first guest I ever booked uh, for my very first convention. Really? That's right. Uh, 2019, he was the first guest we ever announced. He was the first one to sign on. And, I mean, Jake's gone through such an incredible journey over the past few years. And it really speaks to, you know, mental health and wrestling and just the... uh, the way Diamond Dallas Page really revolutionized that process. Um, I don't know if, have you seen the documentary about him?
0: Uh, uh, about Jake or about Dallas? About
1: Jake and Dallas. Uh,
0: yeah, I've seen parts of it, yeah. And I'm trying to work on getting Dallas on the show at some point down the road.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we I love it. You know, it's great because Jake's in such a positive place in life and he's just appreciating his legacy. And that's just an, a very uh, great thing for fans he to be He seemed, when
0: I had him on the show, uh, it would have been a week before this episode, um, when I asked him about sobriety, he just perked up. He was mm-hmm. really excited
1: about it. Yeah, it's, it's a tough conversation, but he makes it very real. Yeah. And I think it's it's a difficult thing for a lot to talk about, but I think Jake being so open and honest about it, it's really helping a lot of people.
0: So we had Ken Shamrock, the world's most dangerous man, on mm-hmm. a couple months ago. And I talked to you about it, and you were kind of shocked that I was able to get Ken, but it looks like Ken has come into the fold. Tell yeah. me about Ken Shamrock coming on. <laughs> and, and Dan Severn.
1: It, it's it's great because, you know, for those of us that uh, grew up with UFC, those were the trailblazers. You know, them, you know, Don Frye and, and uh, uh, Royce Gracie, you know, they were incredible athletes for their time. And just to see, you know, even UFC now, they're making Jacksonville one of their homes. Um, and it's just an honor to have Ken Shamrock on there because he's just there, – there's, there, there's so much to say about his athleticism and his influence on uh, just the uh, professional fighting industry. And – one I want
0: to bring up who's often people make fun, but was incredibly over in his day, Bushwhacker Luke.
1: Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, the Bushwhackers are one of the best tag teams of all time. And... You know,
0: and they and they seem like a joke at the time, but really they aren't. No. I mean, they were incredibly over.
1: Yeah, they were incredibly over, and, you know, their wrestling ability, I don't think people give them enough credit for that. They had really intelligent matches during their time. They
0: did, they did. And I, rem- I saw... Uh, a video not too long ago of them at the White House Easter Egg Roll. This was in the early 90s. I'm like, WWE or WWF at the time actually put them out there to be the brand ambassadors for them, the Bushwhackers. So, yeah, you only do that with your top talent.
1: Right, and, and you know, a lot of people aren't familiar with where they're from, too, and that's, that's a big part of their gimmick.
0: Are they from Down Under?
1: They are. I believe they're from. Uh, I believe it's New Zealand.
0: Oh, really? They. I did. I always wondered what the background was. Talking about who else we got coming on.
1: Um, of course, we have Britt Baker.
0: Uh... Ah, yeah, wait. DDS. Let's stop right there. Britt Baker DDS. I hope to doctor. I have a. I have a dentistry family, so she's a good get. She's one of the most over
1: women in the world right now. Right. She's. She's really uh, kind of positioned herself as the face of AEW's women's division. You know, and as as. Uh, controversial as that is, you know, I think it just, uh, it really speaks to just how reliant wrestling is on women right now. It's really an a interesting face for the industry. Britt
0: Baker has really um, used blood and gore, so to speak, to get her name out there. I just did a video about her on going ringside at both uh, Instagram and TikTok. But she has a controversy with the black eye t-shirt. Um, I saw Fox News doing articles on that. When a wrestler can get mainstream publicity, that's a, that's a big deal for a wrestler. No,
1: that's a major thing, and especially because, you know, it was Britt Saray and their stables, you know, the outcasts, and then, you know, Team Britt Baker. Um, it's, it's really fascinating, you know, to kind of see that um, out of all narratives in AEW, that is by far, in my opinion, I think the most widely covered.
0: Um, who else you got?
1: Uh, we have Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, a very strong
0: female wrestler. Incredible. Still in AEW, right?
1: She's still in AEW. Gotcha. You know, and she's coming off of, uh, of an injury, and we see, you know, Collision, their new show. Um, she's one of the featured names, one of the main eventers, uh, as, as the way at least they're promoting it. Um, and, you know, she's a fan favorite. Every year we get flooded with requests to see Thunder Rosa come back. Really? Yeah, and, um, you know, and Thunder Rosa loves it. This is one of her favorite you know, events to go to. It's one of her favorite towns to be at. And she gets an incredible ovation.
0: I see Alicia Fox. Is she on the card right now? Hey. Alicia Fox is a local woman.
1: Yeah, she was She was a, uh, a late get for sure. But man, she, uh, you know, Jacksonville native, Jacksonville born and raised. It's great to have her on.
0: Um, talk to me about what fans need to know. Going, time, place, tickets, all that.
1: Right, so uh, once again, it's a two-day event, June 10th and 11th. If you grab a VIP ticket, which there are very few left, there's... Uh, probably single digits right now okay. um, you, you get access to our pre-party we're doing at the fairgrounds friday june 9th we have a ton of local acts coming on it's it's going to be great um, and then of course you get a swag bag you get um, for certain wrestlers you get to have you know an advanced line to to go and meet them um, and of course uh, you know there's going to be live wrestling throughout the day that's one of the unique things uh, about this event because everybody's ticket includes access to a day-long live wrestling show each day. There are unique matches. Uh, we have Q and A's going on. We just announced Nia Jax. Uh, we have, of course, Ken Shamrock, Dan Severin, and Butterbean are gonna be doing a super fight. That's Q&A. what I'm gonna ask
0: you. Butterbean, I forgot about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Tell me about Butterbean, because his,
1: his time in wrestling was so short,
0: but it was very important.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, there was even a Dark Side of the Ring special on that, you know. Really? Man, I'm going to kick myself because the name escapes me. But, you know, WWE at the time was doing um, like Brawl for All? Brawl for All, right. Yeah, I'm well aware. Yeah. Yeah, and then I believe he he challenged Bart Gunn. I think that was a WrestleMania match. It
0: was. It was. Because we talked, I talked to Mark Merrow about that on the show a couple months back. And he was in Brawl for All. Right. And he said it ruined Bart Gunn's career when you put him (laughs)
1: up against Butterbean. Right. And, you know, Butterbean also has an MMA background, too. Really? Yeah. Butterbean. uh, I mean, it's he people kind of see him, you know, as this kind of comedic figure. But man, in the ring, that guy could could get down. You know, he was he was thrown out the best of them. He's well respected, uh, but he's a friend of the show. You know, we have him uh, every year and we always make room for him because he's just a great guy to have. Um, So people
0: can go. They're going to see the matches. They're going to meet the wrestlers um, and we'll. Is there one better day to go Saturday, Sunday, Friday? What would you say?
1: I would say both Saturday and Sunday are pretty even in terms of star power and entertainment value. Because, uh, you know, we have, you know, because we have a, a unique lineup each day. There are some stars that are only available for either Saturday or Sunday. So like Jake told me he'll be just Saturday. Yep. Right, you know, and Kurt Angle and Rob Van Dam, Nia Jax and Ken Shamrock, they're only Sunday. Okay. You know, Saturday only Danielson, uh, Brian Danielson, Soraya, Britt Baker, uh, Thunder Rosa. And then, you know, it's it's kind of like a concert, you know, where you have different acts each day.
0: Um, and so, what kind of crowds do you get at this? Because you've been doing it four years, has it been growing, has it been steady? What's that been like?
1: It's been growing year over year. Uh, we get a, a large family crowd, which is something we like because, um, you know, this is, because we invite, you know, all families, all cultures to come in and just celebrate wrestling.
0: Now, I didn't really know what I was going to. I think I went to your first one just because I saw it was, we got a press release about it and I was a wrestling fan so they just sent me over to interview. I saw the NWI I interviewed Nash who was kind of really Kevin Nash-y toward me which I loved. Uh, I see uh, Jimmy Hart. I saw uh, Vicky Guerrero and uh, Teddy Long. Ricky Steamboat Narn and Anderson. You've just had just a huge amount of big names here over the years.
1: Right. You know and I think that just really speaks to the volume of the show right because now it's becoming like a a status symbol in a way where it's like you know if you're not at this event then you're not in the who's who and uh, I've never expected that you know because at first you just think like this is just a fan celebration then you start to see the impact on what it represents to a lot of wrestlers what it represents about Florida's wrestling scene and really that Jacksonville is just at the epicenter of all this.
0: What's it been like for you as a wrestling fan and now somewhat of a promoter to watch your city go from this town where maybe we get a show here or there to really, I mean, I'd say we're up there with New York City and Las Vegas and Los Angeles as far as impact on the wrestling scene.
1: Right. You know, uh, I think for Jacksonville, it was a long time coming. But um, once again, I believe it's a very underrated location for a lot of things because, you know, Jacksonville, um, you know, throughout its history, you know, was a target for a lot of major projects, right? Because originally Disney World was supposed to be here. And now you start to see that wrestling's kind of ceased that. And, you know, and I remember whenever I went to Monday Night Raw uh, just a few weeks ago, they had this clip whenever they were off air for a commercial. They were showing that for the first tribute to the troops, the stars came to Jacksonville and they flew out of NAS Jacks overseas for the very first one. And that's just a unique thing, you know, for, for Jacksonville. And we I think we've only had one other tribute to the troops, I think maybe two since then. Um, but you know, like there's, there's so many cultures here. There's so many, uh, wrestling fans, you know, you, you, also have to consider too, with the types of communities we have, right? We have a massive Puerto Rican community. That's a very prominent wrestling place as well, as you saw with, uh, with Backlash this year, mm-hmm. you know, and Jacksonville is just kind of a collective of all that.
0: I want to get your opinion. Uh, we have UFC in town next month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think about this WWE UFC
1: merger? I think this is unprecedented I'm very excited to see what happens uh, because you have to think like both of these titans of industry have you know because the term sports entertainment I know wrestling fans have their own opinions on it right but as it applies objectively to this subject they have both revolutionized the sports and entertainment value and now you're starting to see these two gigantic companies they're merging but what's important as well, is Vince McMahon is at the top, right over Dana White, mm-hmm. so that's going to mean that he also has some influence over UFC. Yeah. So you have to think like, what is, what does Vince have to offer UFC, and what does Dana have to offer WWE, and that's just, you know, you're you spend time thinking about, it and you're like, wow, that's major. You think
0: Brock Lesnar is going to be the face of it?
1: You know, I my my fan speculation i think we're going to see shifts like you know maybe brock lesnar for example wins the universal title and he's going to pop up at a ufc event and then challenge for the ufc championship right
0: i i would love to watch this
1: that would be fantastic uh
0: just so i know because we're taping this a couple weeks out still hasn't happened yet Mm. any other surprises down on the pike Or, or is it pretty set in stone at this point
1: i think we're pretty set in stone i don't foresee too many other people there are some that are I wish I could speak on right now, but they're just too uh, tentative to really nail down. Um, but, you know, I think there, there might be some last-minute surprise guests. But uh, as of right now, I think that the lineup's pretty set. You know, we're pushing forward with it. Um, and it's, I mean, we're expecting a sellout for sure with the lineup that we have.
0: Well, Nick Pate, thank you with River City Wrestling Con. Thank you so much for joining us today. Exciting things coming up in, oh, about a week and a half to Jacksonville's wrestling scene. So that was our interview with Nick Batay, the guy who put all this together down at the Jacksonville Fairgrounds June 10th and June 11th. One more time, I want to talk to you about a few things. We, were, we will be doing, going ringside, a live podcast from the event. Um, uh, we'll be there all weekend, June 10th and 11th. Our live event, our live podcast will be, uh, June 10th. So come down and see us, talk to us. We'd love to hear from the fans and get a little more knowledge of what fans want to hear on the podcast. So it'll be a great way. It'll be our first live show out on the road. So we're excited about that, but big stars they got there. Brian Danielson, Saray or Paige, Kurt Angle, RVD, Ron Simmons, Britt Baker, just a lot, so it's exciting. So um, I do want to talk to you one more time about that sweepstakes, let's put it up there. If you were in the Jacksonville area, you know our website, if you're not, our website is news4jax.com. You can enter our sweepstakes to win some tickets, just find the Insiders tab on our website, it's not that hard, to scroll around and then you can go into that article right now, which we're doing right now, and just look and get the details All you need to do is provide an email address to become an insider on our website and then to submit into the sweepstakes. So it's exciting. But remember, being an insider with NewsForJax.com, there's not much to it. Just give us your email, nothing else. It's all you need. And you can be entered to win some free tickets. And once again, I will announce the winners of the sweepstakes on June 7th. So we hope you uh, tune in to the next episode, which will drop June 7th, to hear who won. And then, of course, we hope to see you at River City Wrestling Con. We'll be there all weekend, June 10th and 11th. Come out and see us, along with all these other stars who I'm sure you really want to see, down at the fairgrounds in Jacksonville. So thanks for joining us for another episode of Going Ringside. This has been Going Ringside with The Local Station. Brought to you every Wednesday on your favorite podcast player on News 4 Jax Plus, as well as the News 4 Jax YouTube channel.